Hey, everybody. It's me, Ben Blacker, the co-host of Dead Pilot Society. You never hear my voice, but now you're hearing it. Andrew, let me use the recording booth. I'm here with my dear friends, Hal Lublin and Mark Gagliardi, hosts of the We Got This podcast, the best podcast on the MaxFun Network. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, definitely. Independently so, verified. Guys, um, I wanted to hey, do this little pod swap uh, because I do think that our listeners will really enjoy We Got This if they are not already aware of it. So I wanted to give them a taste. And what I want to do first is just have you guys tell us what the podcast is. Yeah, the, first of all, this is very exciting. And thank yeah. you for having us. You have a lovely home. We Got This with Mark and Hal is a podcast wherein we take subjective debates and settle them objectively for all time. Think of us as the Supreme Court of Dumb Things or the Ultimate Settlers of Arguments. Yeah. And here's a fun fact about the show that all those dead piloters out there, which I assume is the name of your fan base, would like to know is that the show is partially your fault, Ben, because when we knew that the Thrilling Adventure Hour was going to come to an end monthly shows, I was like, I got to start something new. And I grabbed Mark <laughs> like we're like physically we're, I was like, Let's dangerously. Yeah, I was dress, driving. <laughs> Let's dress up as children and get in a lifeboat and I'm going to take you and we'll do another show. So it was really born out of that. Little did we know we'd still be doing the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Now we have all of <laughs> we it. Really do. Cake and we're eating um, Well, I'm glad constantly. you did that. Maybe I sh- should I end another show so that you start another show? <laughs> start another okay. show. And that you know what? Here's what you do. Start mm-hmm. another Thrilling Adventure Hour run. <laughs> go for 10 years and then at the end of those 10 years we will start another podcast yeah. i promise <laughs> i'll have another idea um what i really love we got this it's so much fun you guys are so you're great hosts uh but you are also like great guests of each other if that makes sense like you're both very funny on it oh thanks. your chemistry oh, of course thanks. is terrific what have been some of your favorite we got this episodes i like the ones where i get surprised thinking that it's not going to be a particularly divisive <laughs> topic and then we find out that it is an incredibly divisive topic for a, like a year Hal was like come on let's do should chili have beans in it as a to talk an hour about whether or not chili should have beans in it I thought man I realized that some of these on our show are a little thin and we stretch them but this one feels thin but I went online and started doing some research and that is a thing that people get really <laughs> really fired up about so those are the ones I that always, love uh, that. And I think hard. like there's yeah. something so funny about that kind of argument that you guys choose where it's like, there's no way they can talk for an hour about this. <laughs> and then you do. And it's so funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. How would have been some of your favorite? <laughs> oh, thanks. Jeez. The two that stick out immediately are liquid versus bar versus foam soap, which is probably the least appeal has the, that is the least curb appeal of any episode that you'd look at at a feed. But I think it's great just because it's mm-hmm. me and Mark just being me and Mark. And the, the same with best as seen on TV product. <laughs> just the two of us sitting in my apartment laughing to the point of oh my tears. Gosh. Going the, the soap the one. I mean, it's a sexy topic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? That's I mean, so yeah, you funny. can't stay away from it. How do you get your lather? Everyone wants to know. It, it delivers. Mm-hmm. But this episode that's going out on your feed. I don't. Do I wait. So I've done this? two or three, right? I know we did witches when yes. I had Hexwives out. And then uh, what? Remind me what this yes. one is. We did a Superman one. This one is, oh, right. this one versus is Batman, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> because you texted me as Batman versus Superman is coming out. It's like, I want to come on. your show and argue that batman is better can you find somebody who likes superman and you are one of the few people in the world who will text us and say i want to be on your show and we will move heaven and earth yeah make you have it well you're one of the few people who would text us and say i want to be on your show so my first text was to travis mcelroy all i said was who do you like better batman or superman he said superman he's the guy who walks among men i was like book it let's go and so this episode is the result it was of, so of much fun. It was, I, think, I think it was the first time I met Travis too. Max Fun Darling, Travis McElroy. And like we were mm-hmm. yes. we were dug in too. Like he and I both truly believed. <laughs> oh yeah. We were sitting around the table as if it was <laughs> Khrushchev versus the CIA. Just I mean, it was intense. Oh, that is hilarious. Well, I'm excited for people to hear it. And if they enjoy it, or well, frankly, even if they don't, they should go and subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> And I say that because they'll find an episode that they do enjoy. Maybe you don't like superheroes. Maybe you don't like me. 
Yes. Everybody loves Travis. But <laughs> go listen. <laughs> Enjoy this episode. <laughs> Definitely subscribe to We Got This with Mark and Hal. Thanks for letting us drop this in the old feed right now, guys. During the all-important Max Fund Drive, I would urge folks to become Max Fund members. And when you do, remember to check off We Got This with Mark and Hal and Dead Pilot Society, your two favorite shows. And thanks for chatting, guys. Oh, thank you, man. This is so fun. Happy to be a part of it. We did it. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Batman versus Superman. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hi, everybody. What? <laughs> you you what? always be, sometimes you be, I'm not going to say always, but sometimes you begin like a serial killer. I don't. Yeah. You just lean into the mic and went, hi, everybody. You're either a serial killer or you're Wayne Dyer right now. <laughs> You'll never know. All right. Um, My secret. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thank you for listening to We Got This. We I'm got Mark. This. this is Hal. Hi. Should we just start over? No. What is going on? I'm trying out some new voices. I'm trying to workshop some stuff. This isn't your, this isn't your, I have an audition in the morning voice lab. This is how Loveland's slating for podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, you know that laugh. Oh my gosh, did you hear those other people laughing? You heard that laugh. You know that laugh. You know that laugh. That laugh is, of course, maximum fun superstar, Travis McElroy. Hello. And we have uh, a returning guest and a dear friend of ours. That uh, we've known for a very long time. <laughs> Co-creator of the Thrilling Adventure. Are you doing that Hal voice? Is that what that was? Come on. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Hello. Hi, guys. There it is. Ben Blacker. Ben Blacker. Hi, I'm Ben. I'm a darling of the Nerdist Network. I yes. prefer to be known. Darling of the Nerdist Network. <laughs> I also, I prefer uh, Podcast Powerhouse. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, did, I like the alliteration. That sounds like a drinking game. Yeah. Also, you do a Podcast Powerhouse? Listen, you don't. Trust me, you'll end up with eight shows. It'll drive you crazy. <laughs> Well, this is a very special. This is the second of our Max Fun Drive episodes. Yes. Uh, and the reason why we want to release it this week is because Batman vs. Superman is coming to films. And I got a text from Ben Blacker, or he told me in person. I can't remember the full story. <laughs> I said, told you in person. You told me in person. It's I, the 21st century. It all, it yeah. all blends together. <laughs> I wrote LOL. You, you no, said. I sent you a text. You sent me a text that said, uh, I want to do Batman vs. Superman. And uh, you wanted to argue for Batman. Obviously. And I, in trying to figure out someone who, who was on the Superman side, I decided to you send. Took nine months. I did this all through text, and I sent a text to my, my good friend, Travis McElroy, and just simply asked him, who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman? Which you answered. Superman, he's a god among men. And that is how it happens. The yeah. next thing was, he was booked. And now here the four of us are. We're going to hash out before you go see the movie. Listen, yeah. in, that was some inside podcasting. Yeah. yeah. This is how it happens. That's, that's, like how, the, that's how the sausage gets made right there. Can I, can I tell you what I love about Ben Blacker is uh, it's it's not that – it's not I want to come on this show and figure it out. It's I have chosen a side. <laughs> I am coming on here to defend my side. Yeah. Um, the answer just seems so obvious it to is. me. Right. I, well, no, hold on. Hold on. Let's <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say this once at the beginning of this, and I'll say it again. As a Batman. <laughs> okay. Oh, sure. Was, All right. I was going to throw it to you. I was absolutely going to bring oh. it up. Um, because my argument rests on one thing. Do you have more to say, Hal, or can I get into it? Go, well, I, well, we'll talk about some criteria, but go ahead and get into Batman right. versus Superman. First go of all, it's this. It's not who would win in a fight. That's, that's that. That's that was not, what we were talking about on the way over here. Right? Yes. Now, I don't hang care on. What you were talking about, not on microphones. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Getting heated very quickly. Yeah. Zero to sixty. It's not who would win in a fight. That is not what this show does. No. It is not the domain of we have this with Mark and Craig. Who? <laughs> you wish it was with Mark and um, Craig. Well, I do wish. <laughs> Um, Did you say that just because after that was that was ten years of pent up people calling it? I want to go see the thrilling suspense show. <laughs> <laughs> that was you paying it forward like an abusive dad. <laughs> Don't forget who made you. Oh God! Um, but that is not the domain of this show. That is the domain of Friday Fights with Stephen Colbert. Yes. The domain of the show is basically which is better. Yes. Right. Um, and so it's not about who would win in a fight. Now I will. My entire argument can be summed up thusly. 
Mark Gagliardi. Yes. You are a Batman. I, yes, I have done the voice of Batman. What does a Batman sound like? A Batman sounds like this. What does Batman sound like? Yeah, that's how Batman. What does Batman sound like? A Batman sounds like this. Hey, Hal, what's your Batman? Batman sounds like this. Now, yeah. Now everyone do your Superman. A Superman is this. Superman is this. A Superman No, a Superman is, okay, hold on. I see your a point. A Superman sounds like a 1940s announcer. Yeah, I yeah. see your point that a Batman has a much more distinct, much more recognizable voice. He's a more... But there is a Superman, a Superman voice. You puff out your chest and you stand up very straight and you stand for truth, justice, and the American way. You mean Dudley Do-Right? I, I was actually doing more Sam the Eagle, I think, there at the end. But um... Batman will never be confused with any other hero because he is the best defined hero. Okay, I will give you that. When you when you talk origin story, but I think but I think really looking at the two of them, so we can find some common ground. I think that they stand among a group that has such clearly defined origin stories that I think like Batman, Superman, and like probably Spider Man at mm-hmm. this point. But you could say like, how do they become them? Mm-hmm. That everyone would be like, oh, Batman's parents get killed. Superman gets shot from his planet and lands on Earth and is raised by Mom and Pop Ken. Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider and then Uncle Ben dies. Like every, like, and there's something inherent, I think, about all three of those. And we'll kick Spider-Man out here in a second. Mm-hmm. But get out of here, Spider-Man. <laughs> there's something about all three of those. not Spider-Man for a second. Okay, when you're done. But I think there's something about all three of those that you hear that and you're like, I get from like a two-sentence description what this character you get, is. but not in the case of Superman is it relatable, really. Well, I don't know that that's true. I don't feel, I don't, okay, what is the relatability of, I guess the idea of an outsider. It's a classic immigrant story. Well, it is. Right. No, I mean, he's a classic immigrant. Ben, ben is right. But an immigrant who has, who, an immigrant who can fly. <laughs> sure. But, has, but, okay, but, I'm sorry. But Mark, let me put it this way. An immigrant yeah. who comes in with a certain set of skills and he's not immediately welcomed because he's different. So even though he could improve the, everything because he's coming in with a different perspective, a different set of skills, I say that's a very immigrant story until eventually everyone learns to accept them and goes, oh, you can improve. Did we things. just make, yeah. we just make Superman the underdog with the immigrant story yes. versus yes, the Batman who is the child of rich people? Of super rich people? I have a raised hand from Mr. Blacker. Yes, you have the floor. In what Superman story is he not immediately beloved? Well, it's not that he's not immediately beloved. I think it's more of a case of having, to hide, having to hide who he is. <laughs> You know, in the Superman choice. movie, those other kids were real mean to him until he ran and beat them. <laughs> that's also in true. Their car. That's true. Oh man, that it's the one good moment of Man of Steel. Yeah, I said it. Where uh, he's like in the closet because like his super hearing is kicked in, and like Ma Kent is like having to talk him down. That was the one moment where I was like, oh, this is the one moment in this movie that I think grasped like probably what it was like for like mm-hmm. young sure. Clark Kent of like in real what life. is going on <laughs> yeah. right now. But like you really yeah. see see that dealt with of like. Puberty plus also I can hear a right. pin drop five miles away. And if I want to look through a girl's blouse, I can. Yeah. yeah. And then also her bones. <laughs> and, yes. and also her bones. <laughs> yeah. Now, but I mean, you just to go back to something that you actually said, um, that was a coherent sentence. Thank the, you. <laughs> I get one in ten, maybe, if I'm lucky. <laughs> it's never been this, uh, combative. Um, <laughs> You said that, he, you know, he has to have a secret identity. Clark Kent is a choice. Mm-hmm. He does not have to have a secret identity. No. He could be Superman full-time. He could he be, be running the planet. Yeah. Well, and that's where I think the, the, the input of Ma and Pa Kent, there's actually, there's a great Stanley does, like, versions of, in, I want to say it was, like, in the late 90s, yeah. where he did versions of it, and his version of Superman arrives full adult and is, like, full-time superhero and has, like, an agent and does everything and like he's booked to do it and like he's completely a narcissist and like has no empathy doesn't care about anybody and it's like that's what Superman is without Ma and Pa well, Kent listen if we're arguing who are the better parents the Kents beat the Waynes <laughs> <laughs> uh, or but if you're arguing who's the better parental figure uh, is Pa Kent Ma Kent or uh, Alfred Oh, it's Alfred. I, I will give you that. As a yeah. parent figure. Well, here, here's the other thing, though. When you talk about relatability, to me, Superman no, is more relatable. <laughs> no, no, no we are going to talk about it. And Spider-Man, get out of here. It <laughs> is enough. I you had your time. I know we've launched into this, but I don't mean to interrupt, but I am going to. My if goodness, um, Mark. You, you mentioned relatability. We never yeah. have. We just sort of launched in. We didn't set down yes. what yes. are our criteria oh, that we are I looking at. I assume Hal would have Yes. This. So um, let's so talk Hal, about it. 
We've got relatability. I had so much to say. I know. I didn't even talk about the Superman ring that I wore for like a decade. You I got into the Warner Brothers store. You got into the Warner Brothers store. And I actually, I lost it and replaced it three different times. I was committed to the Superman ring lifestyle. Wow. That is a lifestyle. Yeah, it was. I had, I had tan lines. Do you have Superman tattoos anywhere? I don't. It's the one, it's the one tattoo I haven't committed to yet. Maybe next year? Who knows? Uh, if we get 10,000 listeners yeah. on Max Fun. <laughs> so, all right. Let's, but you'll get the Shaquille O'Neal Superman. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, the, the steel tattoo <laughs> that we're all the kids are <laughs> all going crazy for. It's on Fleek, kids. Look it up. Is that a network? Yes. <laughs> Only on Fleek.org. So let's, let's, uh, let's that break was it down. Pivot. <laughs> we're, we're talking about relatability right now, so we'll mm-hmm. stick with that. Relatability. We've Can got, I hear all your categories? Yes, we've got cultural impact. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Done. Okay. I win. No, hold on. You. Okay. We've got, we'll get to it. Uh, we've got uh, quality of representation in Batman. media. So we'll go by quality of television shows and films. Let's calm down. You stop saying Batman. And Superman. Is he's gonna have his moment, Ben? When, You're gonna when, have to allow when, it to happen. Ben Acker, uh, my writing partner, Ben Acker, creators of the thrilling adventure. Album, oh, and name I drop. Were in college uh, with you, Hal. Yes. But we didn't hang out with you. Nope. Because, well, because many reasons. I was that kid. Um, we had a saying that was that's so Batman where Batman was interchangeable with cool well mm-hmm. that's pretty bad well that's super man there's a comma in the middle of it and it's said by a nerd <laughs> yeah exactly um, so, <laughs> not like that's so Batman not like that's a, not yeah. said by a nerd no 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 that's not said by a nerd that, not, that's so Batman is said by cool nerds <laughs> <laughs> and well, how about this alarmed by that let's also uh, we'll, we'll if we need a tiebreaker, if we really can't decide, I, I say I think the tiebreaker will be Rogues Gallery. So we'll let's say that nobody okay. say anything about okay. Rogues Gallery. Okay. Okay. Nobody say anything. Um, so Batman's Rogues let me Gallery. let me talk about. I, I just want to say I think that out of the I find Superman more relatable than Batman, and here is why. I get that Batman is a person like like uh, like you or me. Or you, you're or really you. selling that you're a person. Or you, Spider Man. Get out of Get here, Spider Man. Three times. Uh, ring a bell. I don't no, know. That's not a thing. I'm not convinced you're a person. Here's based why. On the way you said that. Let me rewire <laughs> my my small wonder panel. The we are all just human. <laughs> you know how we eat food. Yes. How we are. <laughs> if you lick us, do we not? Uh, what is it? Lee. Yes. Line. Um, I think that that Batman is is a guy who. Certainly is flawed, but everything he has so much money. He has he can buy whatever oh, he wants see, that's whenever he wants. That that's a big, <laughs> <but> that, <laughs> We are here. Why why are all these chairs covered in bearskin rugs, Ben? It just seems like an odd uh, choice for your own. Also under the chairs. Oh my yeah, goodness! Yeah, look around. This is, this Good is what happens. Work now. <laughs> the country bear Even jam. The microphone's a bear. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> look again. I think it's interesting that you relate more to Superman, and mm-hmm. and it is unsurprising given. Your morals and physique. Yes. But who, which, which Batman are you talking about? You know, there are variations. And is there True, a also, Batman? Also, what Superman are you talking about? Just right. the Superman. Well, here's the thing. When <laughs> Superman started, this is my favorite thing, like the mm-hmm. people nowadays who know Superman don't think about, that when he started, the, uh, faster than the speeding bullet, more powerful than the locomotive, able to leap tall buildings. That was the parameters yeah, of his yeah. power. He, he could not fly. Yeah. He could leap yeah. tall buildings. Yeah. And he was as fast as the speeding bullet. Yeah. And he was, he could stop a locomotive. There was none of this like fly around the world and spin yeah. it backward. He was much more relatable at that point because he was just like, what everyone wished they could be to stop the evil in the world. I, I think yeah. that's that's the difference between Batman and Superman to me is that Superman is what we want to be mm-hmm. and Batman is what we fear we might have to become. It sounds like you're calling him the Ubermensch. I mean, I, <laughs> wow. I, I didn't say those words. This took a turn. It really think, did. But that is what he is this. Um, there's actually a great play about it that I'm, tr- I'm racking my brain trying to remember. Man of Superman. Superman. George Bernard Shaw. No, no, no. It's about, uh, it's about, uh, Jake's going to be a play. Jerry, it's about Jerry. Hamilton? It's called Hamilton. It's, it's about Jerry Siegel and it kind of parallels both his creation of Superman, him and, uh, Joe Schuster, creation of Superman and like Superman. So it's like Superman's a character in it who interacts with Siegel. Um, but it's kind of about, why Siegel made him the way that he was, that it was sure. like everything that Siegel wished he was was Superman. Um, but I, I think I'm gonna kind of, uh, debate against myself and say that I actually think 
Batman is more relatable because Batman represents what we could, like, you look at him as a kid and you're like, if I really buckled down and, like, studied karate and worked out and invested wisely, I could be, I could be Batman. <laughs> so, yeah, you could never be Superman. But I think that's what makes him the better hero for me is the only thing stopping me from being Superman is that I'm not Superman. And like that to me, like he's. Is that, is that, does that make you crazy though? Like, is it like. No, oh, I'm I lazy because I'm not Batman. <laughs> That's my point. Is I could be Batman were I not so cribblingly lazy. Right. Because the, 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 I mean, that Superman argument seems uh, defeatist and destined yes. for uh, Netflix. It like, really lets me off the hook. I, I, oh man, if only I was Superman, I would save the world. But I'm not. But I'm so not. Kimmy Schmidt is yep. on, like, well, that's what I'm saying. Batman, hero. Superman, superhero. Right. He's, he's more than whatever I could ever be. Mm-hmm. So, Using super in the correct way. Yeah, indeed. He's more than. He's a superhero. Is that correct? <laughs> Anyways. But, All right, so, so relatability. So uh, it sounds like it sounds like the three split. of you are... Are you split as well towards... I, uh, I I tend to lean with you, Hal, on, on the relatability, not because... Yes, Batman is human and it's more related. It's easier to relate to a human. But I'm looking back at the Superman of the Smallville years. Mm-hmm. And it is that, like, I can't really relate to the kid who just, or the, you know, the dark brooding guy who I'm like, why are you so angry? You got everything you want in the world. Um, like, I mean, except parents, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy parents. Yeah, exactly. You're so rich. That's the core of the character. Look, have well, you not seen uh, the toys? <laughs> I guess for me, it's, um, it's, I find, I find, uh, fighting injustice, I, I find fighting injustice for the sake of fighting injustice more, um, warm, fuzzy, relatable than fighting injustice for the sake of revenge. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's an ideal versus an idea. Right. right. It's, it's like we said, Batman is an idea. It's something mm-hmm. we can wrap our heads around and something we could conceivably become. Nobody at this table, but a human could right. conceivably Well, if I'm really buckled there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm not willing to count myself out yeah. yet. Yeah. Get what that are you, at- <laughs> what are you, 31? You'll be fine. I'm 21. Listen, oh, God, I look terrible. Get your Ameritrade account together. <laughs> really yeah, makes it. Wa- yeah, that's all you need is a tumble. Just follow that green line on the ground from the commercial. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> to go to go back to my initial question yeah. to you, Hal, is you know when we talk about Batman, I think we've seen a lot of different Batmans, and and yep. Superman, in the way that he's an ideal, he is also there's a common conception of the character in the way that there is of Mickey Mouse. Except for that weird two-year period where he was both a blue electric bolt and a red electric bolt. <laughs> yeah, Other than right. that, though, and grew his hair really long and was oh, going to be played by Nicolas Cage. Oh, and yeah, a crazy and wallet a, and a steel. Well, a steel, well, the steel was a whole weird I, I thing. Think, yeah, I think hammer. that's actually a good point. Is mm-hmm. like that Nicolas Cage movie, which never was seen or right. never was made. That would have been a different kind of Superman, but that right. that kind of Superman doesn't never get off really the ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't make a gritty Superman. No, no. Uh, and so when we talk about Batman and relatability, you know, for me, it goes to it goes back to Michael Keaton to Tim Burton's Batman, mm-hmm. and that Michael Keaton Batman was a guy. You know, it was a mm-hmm. very, in, in large part because he's Michael Keaton. He's a very relatable guy. He had a sense of humor. He was weird. And he played the whole rich thing very awkward. Absolutely. That, like, that's what sold me thing. on that character. Like, yeah. I, I can't the remember rich how he, thing. But that he was very awkward about, like, the size of the table and, like, I, I own yeah, all yeah, of the, this. That, and, uh, the giant table yeah. with Vicky Vale is the most charming scene in yeah. that movie. Yeah. But right. I also feel like I, I liked, I actually liked. Christian Bale's take on Bruce Wayne better yeah. because it was more of a secret identity than sure. like mm-hmm. than I thought Michael well, Keaton's was. Yeah. But I like Keaton's like as a guy. Yes, I liked his Bruce Wayne better. And I think, yeah, more and duality there. Yeah, yeah, it, it leans into that idea that yeah. Bruce Wayne is the mask. Right? Yeah, you know what? I'm sick of hearing about. As we talk about, <laughs> it, I, I was sitting here thinking when you were you were sort of asking me about Batman versus Superman, and I'm sitting here thinking that that Batman. Is in a way, it's sort of like a Dread Pirate Roberts. There are a lot of people who have been Batman in the comics who have mm-hmm. taken over, whether it's his mm-hmm. like son or daughter, or yeah. uh, Robin has to step in and wear the suit. So that, in that sense, there is a, there is that thing if anybody could be Batman, whereas Superman, the man, is actually the symbol. So in that way, I guess I would have to shift and say that Batman is more relatable because it's people rallying that. behind 
behind an idea. I so, think there's, there's also something, and, and this bears saying, especially since we're still sort of at the beginning of this, that where you fall on the Superman-Batman spectrum mm-hmm. says so much about you, and I would, we'll just take a quick poll. Mm-hmm. Um, Bubblegum Pop or The Smiths? Bubblegum Pop. Bubblegum Pop. Bubblegum Pop? So you're all Superman people. Yeah. I'm a Batman person, but I'm a bubblegum pop person. Well, you're also very young. But I, I get your point. Like, I, no, no, no. I mean, I am a Batman person. <laughs> yeah. You're a Batman capital P person. Uh, I hadn't heard. But I will also say, like, you're, I think you're right that, like, I love Batman. I love Batman. But, like, if I'm going to dream of being a hero, yeah. it's Superman. Like, that's the... I don't want to be the hero that comes in with bruises and, like, broken bones. I want right. to be the hero that stands there as bullets sure. bounce off his chest and he defends <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's the superhero you want to be. One is about wish fulfillment. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But it's also... I mean, Batman is not not about wish fulfillment because there's something very satisfying in seeing him beat up bad guys. But that's actually my my big problem, okay, with both, but I think Superman, I forgive it a lot more, is that my dad used to, my dad has written a bunch of comics, and my dad always explained, like, the growth of characters, like, whoever takes over a title always wants to be the guy mm-hmm. that, like, redefined what it, that character is. Right. And that's where, like, you see this, suddenly they're strong enough to lift up Mount Rushmore, and it's like, wait, what? No, mm-hmm. he could stop a train. Like, that's where we left it, right? Uh, we all agreed on that. And now he's fast enough to run around the planet in a second. You okay, know, I great. never thought about this uh, because I like this version of Superman that you're describing, this original version. Yeah. Because that has been frequently my problem with Superman is that he is completely uh, untouchable. That yeah. there's nothing... If you have a hero that nothing can beat him, he's a demigod or a god and it's... It's less interesting. Which I think is why, at least for me, the most interesting Superman uh, was Christopher Reeve's Superman. Mm-hmm. Because he was such a, a flawed character. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He was bumbling and he was he was weird, yeah. too. Right. Um, he was kind of a dork. Clark Kent was a goofy dork who yeah. could not get laid. Yeah. It was Where, whereas the least interesting Batman seems mm-hmm. to be this Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And and granted, we don't know anything about this movie, but sure. he does. He seems to be the same sort of idealized figure. I right. honestly, when this uh, when this when I first saw a trailer for this, I just saw a, a bit of it in passing, and uh, and my first thought because I didn't see the top of his uh, of his suit, the first thing I thought was. Wow, they really grittied up Iron Man for the Civil War movie. <laughs> because all I saw was a flash of gray metal. I thought it was Robocop. The- <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I thought it was a Robocop ad. <laughs> but, so as long as we're talking about that's why I would think my favorite Batman was Adam West. Um, that's crazy. No, no, no. No, no, no. He's no a hear great me Batman. Out. Hear me out. Great Batman. Because what they really played up in that was like the detective, and it was mm. a weird detail. It was a mm. 60s version of it, but it was very problem solving mm. and not like stalking through the shadows. Yeah, there's a shark on my leg. Yeah. Give me the shark repellent. But, that's but it was, great. But problem solved. It's a, and it's the thing yeah. I love most about not the video yet. games, yeah. too, where it's like so yeah. much about detecting right. and, and not like. He's a smart guy. Exactly. Well, like, that's supposed to be the thing is that he's the world's greatest detective. Right. Not like he can beat up 40 guys at once. But, but it's both. And I think that's what's really interesting about Batman as a character is no matter who is tackling him, and we've seen dozens of great versions of Batman from mm-hmm. Adam West to, you know, Michael Keaton to whatever. The two the greatest as determined by well, this show, well, like, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> yes. Kevin Conroy or, or the Scott Snyder Batman or the Killing Joke or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like in comics we've seen dozens mm-hmm. that any writer, any creator can choose an aspect of this character to play with. With Superman, that's a lot harder to do. You get two aspects with Superman. You get teenager and you get adult. And like, really, that's the two, that's the only, you either get a Superboy or you get adult. I think what's been really interesting is seeing writers, and Grant Morrison did this so well, is it's alien or human, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's an interesting aspect that Mm -hmm. hadn't really been played up before. Yeah. You know, other than that, it's Clark Kent or Superman. I mean, they really, they stripped Superman of his sense of humor in the 90s. Yeah. Where it used to be a lot, not necessarily sillier, so much it was just like, what is this crazy thing I've gotten myself into? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they made it a lot more like, it was a bland. Yeah, and it just became a lot more of like, you knew Superman was going to catch Lois Lane, mm-hmm. you knew he was going to stop Lex Luthor, and there was no sense well, of fun in it in the 90s until they killed him. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, and that's how it's been up until now. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of, 
outside of the odd comic here and there, there's not a lot of lightness to that character, which is why my favorite and most relatable Super is right now CBS and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I oh, really sure. love this show, I mean, yeah, mostly see. because of Supergirl. Is She's it because, it, I, I, I haven't seen the show, is it similar to Smallville in that it's like new to the powers, new to, I'm not no, sure. No, I never saw Smallville. All right. I like, oh, really? It's I really like, good. Smallville's great, and I like the young that's Superman. Awesome. That's, that is the version that's relatable to me, because right. it's... Uh, it's watching someone who doesn't know, and it, I guess it came on at a time in my life when it's like, no, 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 you're, you're growing up. It's, you don't yeah. know where your potential lies. Uh, even though the rest of the world knows and, that and knows who also, Superman is when he grows up. He also knew his Clark wasn't pretending. Right. Like, that wasn't fit. Like, no, that wasn't. You can feel like it as an yeah. adult, but when he's a kid, yeah. Clark is Clark. Superman yeah. doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really believable that he's awkward around, like, Lana, because it's like, yeah, like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and yeah. what I like about this Supergirl TV show is mm-hmm. it's not she's not new to powers, but it is asking the question, how do I be a hero? And there's right. not the foregone conclusion that Smallville had, but there, the symbol of the S means something. Okay. Uh, in that world of the show. This as is a world that Superman is already a hero. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, and it's interesting, like it's an interesting meta story that that is a, a recognizable symbol, you know, mm-hmm. both in the world that we live in and on the show. And, it means something to the characters. You know what's funny to me is I I grew up as a kid. I, I read a lot of Silver Age, so I was reading mm-hmm. a lot of 50s, 60s, both Batman and Superman. The worst Batman. I, the, the absolutely <laughs> the worst, most boring. It's always like Robin should have gone to the circus. Now now the penguins got him. It's <laughs> definitely gonna gobble him up. Not Batman. Penguin here. I've got Robin. <laughs> yeah, do you want him back? Like six o'clock? Okay. No, he can exactly. Yeah, he's at the circus. I found him so here. That's wondering around by himself. That's going to Batman. Well, the Riddler took it this time. time. $21.50. $21.75 this time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Yeah. No, I gave him dinner. Okay. <laughs> Superman was more centered around goofy stories that, like, mm-hmm. here's the red kryptonite that, and I brought this up in the Marvel vs. DC episode because it's my favorite Superman story. Is that your favorite episode of your podcast? My favorite episode of my podcast um, is when he gets exposed to red kryptonite and mm-hmm. splits into Red Superman and Blue Superman. Yeah. And essentially, all of his problems are solved. Now he can be with Lois Lane and Lana Lang. He can be on a rebuilt Krypton and be on Earth. Like, those were, were fun stories, but... I, they were wildly inventive. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Grant Morrison did in mm-hmm. his Superman yeah. uh, comic. One of my early introductions to Superman, and a reason that I really like Superman is... Uh, I had collections of Viewmaster slides. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. I had the sure. Superman Viewmaster slides. And so for me, Superman was always, it, I didn't read it in comic books. It was something that was visual to me mm-hmm. that was sort of engulfed Not my, my whole head. And like, and I saw it in 3D <laughs> and it's very like, you know, it's so, it's so much, I mean, yes, comic books are visual, but <laughs> there's something so much more immersive yeah. about yeah. being Viewmaster. You just thought Superman was a mute that punched people and burst through walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, then if you closed one eye, the burst was yellow. Yeah. And if you closed the other eye, the burst was red. Now, but if you had both eyes open, it looked like a big flashy burst. If I may, I, I want to get back to mm. Hal's uh, structure here. But, yes. But it sounds like we're spending a lot of time justifying why Superman is a good character when Batman clearly needs no justification. Right, Batman is right. the... Like, it's ju- we just know. Batman is the superior so, character. We can end this here, but look, let's keep going for Travis. I think, I think we need to keep going. I think there's more to explore. <laughs> okay, I, I do... I, let me, real quick. Go ahead. Right, do it, do a rebuttal. It, I was addressed, so I get to rebuttal. <laughs> yes. I think what it is, is Batman is, like, your super fun friend that, like, everyone loves. That's what everyone says about but, yeah, yeah. He's but, super fun. But, like, in the at, at the party, he's the guy that everyone's like, oh, he's here, awesome, fun. He's the guy but Superman, but Superman is the guy who's always going to help you move. He's the guy who's always going to pick you up from the airport. And you really have to justify how funny he is. But, like, when you think superhero, he's the first one you always think of. Yeah. So, the, yeah, you have to justify that he's interesting Unless... because they don't write. For someone who is, like, a god among men, they write him to be so incredibly boring. But I think the potential of Superman is what makes him so great to me. And every so often you see that utilized in such a way where you're like, yeah, that, that, that's the Superman I want. Right. So well, before I'm sorry, go ahead. before anybody jumps in, mm-hmm. let's let's just I just want to come back to the structure and say on relatability, mm-hmm. Batman has won. Yes. yes. Before we get into the other uh, areas, <laughs> do we want to go home? So now let's get back to Batman. Okay? okay. Let's get back to Batman. And what are our criteria that we are we're, looking at? We're now let's just go into cultural impact. Okay? okay. I think this could be an area where Superman actually holds an edge. Thank and you. here's why: Maybe World War Two. World War Two, right there. 
Superman becomes sort of you're a... You're thinking of Captain America. An icon. Well, no. Let me just hear me through. When, uh, Superman carried his shield in and fought the Red Skull. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. After can taking I, that I super soldier... Mark, Who's I'm second? in the middle of the point. <laughs> when he carried the shield and then later on got frozen in ice and oh, then Ant-Man right. got him out. Well... Because of the Submariner. He did punch out Hitler. He did. Yeah. Same, same as Captain America did. Yeah. That's right. Um, but you know, at that point, who everyone was punching who out wasn't? Hitler. Who wasn't punching out Hitler? Look, they're, all, they're also uh, Superman, the Superman radio show, uh, the story uh, as told on Drunk History, yes. Superman uh, after mm-hmm. World War II, uh, there was a serious decline in membership in the Ku Klux Klan because of the Superman radio program. If you want to hear the That's whole right. story, it was a drunk history story. Yes. Um, but that is true that it dropped to near zero, and that was all thanks to Superman. You know who does a really good job in that, like, uh, in telling that story? Jason Ritter. Really good He's job. Yeah. He's fantastic. So good. Just so a good. champion. Did he yeah. ever play a Superman? Uh, I no. don't know. In our he hearts. should. I really want to see his new movie, this new, uh, 35 You're millimeter sidetrack. Have you heard us? We get sidetracked. Yeah. Here's the thing about Superman. It's ubiquitous. Like the mm-hmm. si- the sim- the symbol, that S, that's everywhere. I would say yes. that is true until the mid 70s. I think it still is like a thing where I think it's lost the, the connection, but like it's still on t-shirts, on trucks, people have it tattooed on so the So is the bat symbol though. I mean, yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't think to the same I amount. Are you saying it went away in the seventies? Are you saying it got uh, matched or passed by the Batman? Symbol? The latter. I okay. think uh, post Vietnam we mm-hmm. entered a darker age. Mm-hmm. Post Nixon we entered mm-hmm. a darker age. We mm-hmm. no longer had. We could. We couldn't hold up this uh, beacon of light and hope. We right. needed a grittier, darker sure. hero. So we got Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, that was a lot of it. I, but I would agree to your read point. Your, read your, your history. I, I will. I will see that point for the seventies and eighties. But when you get into the death and resurrection of Superman, I think that it was a huge spike in Superman. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, I would say the Doomsday late night. The Doomsday, and then that's where you get Steel and Superboy and mm-hmm. the Cyborg and the Last Son of Krypton. And that, that yeah. you know, you're you're talking about comic books. and You're talking about comic book readers, which I I was at the time as well. But that's a very small subset. Of I thought about. I think it transcended uh, the the it death and rebirth of Superman. Was I think was news, like I agree. As a non comic book reader, for the most part, like I mm-hmm. dabbled, but I knew about death of Superman. Yeah. I didn't know much of the rest of what you just said. Well, the in between, the okay, death and rebirth. There was a whole series in the middle that was crazy. Yeah, Um, but like I think that that was a it was a huge the death of Superman was a thing that I think other people have tried to do now. But there's so much multiverse that it's like who cares if Wolverine dies in this one? There's 26 other ones. But yes, you're right. That that was on the news. That was a topic of conversation. But. It was very quickly eclipsed by whatever the next thing was. And, you know, we're living in a time when we wouldn't have a Superman film if we didn't have three Batman films. Well, that's because they kept failing at Superman films. Um, One has to wonder why. I I think that there has not been a good one since the Donner uh, Superman. Sure. Mm, One and two. Yeah, Yeah. his cut of Superman 2 is pretty great. Um, but not in three. Um, three, yeah. three's the one with three's the robot woman, right? Well, well no, let's, three's awesome. Let's three, not, uh, let's not get into the, the film. Three's the one with the robot woman. It's, it's, it's terrifying. Which you get stuck into the machine and it's, yeah. yeah. We, we, we don't need to relive it. My goodness. Uh, but before we get into that, let, let's talk. Richard Pryor. We're, we're gonna get into that. Let's, let's, let's wrap up. Go ahead, please. You know, in, in the right now, in 2016, my adorable nephew, uh, plays with Legos. Kids love them, mm-hmm. uh, and he loves Batman. He he thinks he is Batman. He's in the Lego Movie. He's he is has had Batman has much more of a cultural impact currently. I think in we're in a Batman swing. Yeah, we're on a Batman years. swing. But I'm going to go with Travis on this one. I would just say, based on the fact that Superman took down the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, I, I would say since 1989, we have been okay. a Batman. Swing. But I'm, I'm okay. saying over time. I'm saying it's Superman over time, over the entire over the past, tw- so, over the 20th century. I'm not here to talk about history. Wait, <laughs> let, let me jump in here then. Mm-hmm. And so we've already got a two-on-one. So I'm either going to tie this, or I'm going to swing it back towards Superman. Come on, Justice Kennedy. I, I have to say that for me, Superman stands for truth, justice, and the American way. 
We all know that. That's become, Captain America. that's become an icon ever since he first raised up that shield and threw it and bounced <laughs> off of the stairs. Yeah, and there actually is a great Malcolm yeah, comic where he does wield the shield and Thor's hammer. It's super it's, cool, you guys. It's one of awesome. the greatest panels. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think in terms of cultural impact in a larger sense, in in 80 plus years now or almost 80 years of existence, I think Superman's had more time to have... To have a more, uh, a, he's become more than sure, himself. He's Mickey Mouse. Ba- yeah, Batman. Yes. Batman is Donald Duck. Everybody loves Donald Duck. He's like the cooler Batman choice. Not Donald Duck. Superman is Mickey Mouse. Face. He's the face. Superman is Kermit. You may love other Muppets more, but he's the face of of the Muppets. He's the face of of Superman. I, is the face I'm of comics totally on in board with this. With this so, I love it. It sounds like um, you're denying Superman. Superman takes that. While you were talking about the global impact, I just <laughs> want to throw this in. Um, this was a buddy. I was talking to a buddy of mine on the phone, David Berman, uh, multi-time guest on the show. Yes. Um, on the way over here, and we got to talking about Batman and Superman, and he goes, "Yeah, Superman. He's Superman from Smallville, who moves to Metropolis." You know what Superman is? He's the comic book for English as a second language. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to teach ESL, use Superman. Well, this is actually, I was going to mention this earlier. I mean, we're looking at these two characters, and each is the basis for everything that came after. Right. For all of the, I mean, there's a reason why the Superman stuff is like the template. It's the, yeah. blu- the blueprint. Mm-hmm. And why the names are all sort of generic. Yeah. Right. You know, like everything since Wolverine is a variation of Batman. Sure. Who are the variations of Superman? Less exciting. Yeah. I mean, the best thing to think of is Booster Gold, who is my favorite well, superhero. Booster Gold. Booster Gold is my favorite superhero. But even <laughs> even Captain America is well, he's sort of a variation on both. Yeah. But I, I think he comes from the Superman vein. Definitely. For sure. Um, but that's the that's the Boy Scout leader. That's kind of that yeah. cookie cutter shape of like yeah. Boy Scout. And that's not fun, like Cyclops. It's not fun, yeah. but like that's what you need, or everything falls apart until they turn Cyclops into Batman. Well, yeah. the past well, yes, that. So it sounds like with the cultural impact, uh, you two are telling a six-year-old child who loves his Batman Legos he's wrong. Yeah. Yep. yep. Grow up. Yeah. yeah. Every day. <laughs> Wake up and smell the Superman. Grow up, you crummy kid. <laughs> yeah. Get a job. <laughs> Don't forget to give, everybody. Don't forget to send your donations. That's right. Also, uh, let's all bring back crummy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so why don't we move to I wish we would. representation in the media. Okay. Let's Batman. take them each we one at a time. We, we kind of covered that. We, we, we're agreeing it's Batman. 100%. That's the thing. is like just like one-to-one comparison. It's Batman. Like, there Hands been, down. There have been so many good Batman movies. Yeah. Even, even it's most ridiculous. The, like, the Adam West movie where it was just a cavalcade of ridiculous bad guys where it's just like, this is fun. Yeah. Like, it's just hands down fun. Yeah. Like, we could put Batman the Animated Series up against any... Well, and it's what you were saying earlier. The most interesting Superman is not as interesting as uh, portrayed in film or TV. Is not as interesting as the least interesting Batman. Yeah, I mean the the good Supermans are like Smallville and like the Donner movies. And like the thing is, is I feel like uh, there was the one also the really great old uh, cartoon that was like really the Fleischer cartoons. Yeah, oh, I love those. But like any any movie made after like the the Reeve Donner Supermans. Just never seemed to like they didn't get it. Yeah, I always felt like they were trying to make the Nolan Batman, but for Superman. Right. I will mm-hmm. say I, I actually enjoy Brian Singer's Superman. I think the story had problems, but I the think his characterization. I, and I liked the style of it. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. the shooting it's style it's was good, but like you throw in like Super Baby and like <laughs> no, it was a bad stuff like script, that. But I think it was the character was good. The and like. I think Singer understood that character. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. It was, I think it was just, it was probably open noted. But still, was it, really what it, it, it's like still it. not as good as any Batman. Yeah, Look, even the so Batman wins this one yeah. easily. I just want to ask one more question before we move off of this, uh, oh, this for measurement. Home. Do you do you think that the best version of Batman in media is better than the best version of Superman in media? Do we all yeah. agree to that? Because yeah. I think yeah. the best version is probably the animated series from the '90s in terms of Batman. Sure. It's probably the best one. There's no, there's no or Michael Keaton. Yeah, of Michael Keaton the cinematic. This good. We're going live actions. I mean, we've already determined. Yeah, we yeah, but that's the thing. Is like the best yeah, version I mean, of Superman is at best, like that's why he's so good in the Justice League, right? Where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, seeing him interact and be the leader. 
Mm-hmm. That's him. That's like that's his thing, and that works so well in the modern day. Yeah. Where him on his own is like, okay, every he's that's it's just he wins. Yeah. Every he time. can make time go backwards. But yeah, it, he's gonna win. <laughs> he's just, overpowered him. When you put him in Justice League, is it just who's gonna move the kryptonite away from <laughs> Superman this time? <laughs> <laughs> he's sort of an Aquaman. Come on, just go throw it in the bottom of the Marion Use stretch. your ring. <laughs> okay. Uh, so so what else do we have here? Uh, we have the, well, we have. The, I mean, those we are have battle, but that's easy. Superman. We talked about that. Look, we've seen it as time one of the and again. Batman has kryptonite. He busts it out. Here's the problem. Okay, Superman the kryptonite thing has been overblown yes. because it's just supposed to take his powers away. And somewhere along the line, it evolved into poison. Right. Instead of just like I'm a normal human man to like falling down in front of him, mm-hmm. I would say that even like. Even Superman without his powers could still just shoot Batman in the face. Would <laughs> <laughs> never do that. Well, neither would Batman though. None of us have seen this order, movie yet. This in, movie may just well, be Superman in, shooting. In, in order Batman. to yeah. stop Superman, he would have to kill him because eventually Superman would regain his powers. Mm-hmm. Like right. that's the thing. There's no prison you could put Superman. Uh, in. Not even a kryptonite prison. No, because right. he's guys, also super guys, smart. Like that's Superman the other thing. Is he like, is wait, super smart. He is in fact super smart. He's compared to a supercomputer numerous times. Like he is. I'd say he's. Rather clever. Can I can I just say I love the idea of Superman with a small pearl handled pistol. You know what? Yeah, I have no idea. Maybe this is the time the, the kryptonite really takes effect. I've got to be able to defend myself. I've got a whistle and a gun, and I'm all equipped. But it's also like it's not it's not like he hasn't faced off against kryptonite before. That's every other issue. So it's like He's probably figured out a way around right. it at this point. Also, yeah. Hal, if you've got the gun, you don't really need the whistle, right? <laughs> You don't know. All right. What if the gun misfires? Red Superman gets the whistle. Blue yeah. Superman gets the gun. <laughs> That's right. Oh yeah. Hal eventually, in a mini episode, has to choose between Red Superman and Blue Superman. <laughs> don't don't make By me himself. do it. Yeah. Because I, I am not interested. Yeah. It's also you important. are the listener. <laughs> it's also important to know Superman does have other weaknesses, like his own fingernails. Fascinating. Oh yeah. yeah. His own super strong fingernails can cut him. That's, That's right. Demonstrated That's more than once. Um, well, more than one. Yeah, because it's what it's well. usually used when he needs to take a blood sample for something that he like will use it to what? like cut himself. I'm sorry, could you cite precedent? I I can't specifically, but I do know that it's used well, multiple times. I mean, it's comic books. Oh, it was that one comic book where Superman had to wait 12 days to see if he had AIDS. <laughs> well, he bit that bat, and he went to find out if he had AIDS. <laughs> there were a lot of very special comics in the yeah. 80s. Oh. Yeah, a lot we had to learn. Um, but yeah, and also I think getting punched a bunch is what, uh, is what Doomsday does. Just beats him sure. to death. Yeah. yeah. And he's Which got is... sharp, uh, sharp horns on his, yeah, on his, so like, the claws. Superman can't be drowned, right? Correct. Because he can fly through space without a suit. Right. Like, he doesn't so he can breathe. just hang out underwater. Yeah. Alright. Just, I was just curious. Yeah. Just a sidebar. Uh, Aquaman related. Yeah. Well, yes. I do think he's more powerful than Aquaman. Do we want to also have that conversation? Yeah. I'm a big uh, Aqua fan. I'm okay, so it sounds like uh, we didn't Call even make it. Fan. We didn't make it to the... T- oh, no! I think Thank you. Good night. Down here. First ever Erica Christensen reference <laughs> in any podcast I've ever been true. a part of. I wish um, that were true. Okay, so it sounds like we, we laid out three criteria. There wasn't even a tie to, to even go towards. It, if it had gotten to Rogue's Gallery... Batman would have won yeah, because the Joker. Come on. Um, so can you I, name five Superman villains? Yes, uh, Metallo, Lex Luthor. Um, you've got Bizarro, Mister Mishkas Pitalik, um, and then oh, oh, no, and there was villains. What? What? Not Yiddish villains. No, Mister Mishkas Pitalik was a tiny. <laughs> the Mensch. Uh, it was a tiny like pixie spirit, you know thing. You that don't have to tell me Mister Mishkas is. Um, Mishkas Pitalik. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then there was, uh, well, it ended up being his brother, but it was, anyways, a fake guy who actually was weak against lead instead of, uh, uh, but also, also, uh, it's not, it was Monel was his name. Let me just throw in Brainiac. No, and Brainiac. This has been a smackdown. It really was. A pop culture smackdown fitting of the movie that you'll probably go see this weekend. But first, make sure you listen. To this episode of this podcast and tell your friends to do the same. Well, they've so that done they know. that. That's how they're hearing you tell them to listen. Listen. Put that at the beginning. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. yeah. We'll move that around. I don't understand how time works <laughs> or podcasts. I'm still figuring it out, Travis. Okay. But let me say this. People of the world, when you go to see Batman versus Superman in the theater, ruin the ending for everybody. Yeah. Okay? Just tell them, hey, guys, I listened to We Got This with Mark and Hal. 
they had Travis McElroy and Ben Blacker on, and they already decided that Batman is better than Superman, oh, okay? Is that what we decided? That's oh. what we decided. <laughs> I thought I'd won. You did. It's sort of unceremonious. Yeah, it, was, it was two to one. It was two to one, right? Culturally, it was two to one. Went to Superman. Okay. Superman oh, is in our hearts. We yeah. Well, I also yeah. voted for Batman for relatability, so I can't actually be mad yeah. about it. You'll say to people in that theater, guys, Superman may have a lot of cultural impact, but Batman is so cool that he has supplanted the word cool. Yep, too. So now, and it's also supplanted, not surplanted. I knew it when I said it, so Sir nobody Planet write about it. Supplanted was my favorite rapper from like exactly. the 90s. <laughs> when you're listening to Surplanted on the way home, you're going to have such a contented feeling. Oh, his album Seeds with that- the seed. <laughs> Yeah. Germinate. Of the two. <laughs> I thought that's who Superman was when he went back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> The better of the two is Batman. Batman wins, asked and answered, by uh, the first of our guests, Ben Blacker. Ben, thank you for joining us again. Plugs! Tell us. Tell us your plugs. Tell us. Plugs. Where we can find you. Guys, uh, I host a weekly podcast called The Writer's Panel, which is on the Nerdist Network. Uh, I did an interview in January with David Goyer, who wrote uh, both this Superman vs. Batman movie and the previous uh, Batman movies with Christopher Nolan. And it was a really fun interview. It was interesting to hear his take on uh, his movies, some of which I loved and some of which I did not love. And uh, But he was a great guest and talked in depth about his process. And that one is coming out? That was out in January. That, that oh, was out in January. So you can go find it right now. Yes, I recommend Great. people go. If they're looking for a, a way into the Writer's Panel podcast, that's a good one to listen to. Yeah, if you have not heard uh, Writer's Panel, it is fantastic. Ben mm-hmm. is... Uh, is as talented at, at moderating and interviewing people as he is at writing, which is saying a great deal. I'll tell you what, we don't have a lot of crosstalk on my show. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's boring. Yeah, sounds yeah. boring. <laughs> Travis. I, I host eight shows. Yes. I will not, I will not go into all of them because they are far too many, but if you go to McElroyShows.com, mm-hmm. you can find all of them, including the ones hosted by my brothers and, uh, some of our video stuff too. Uh, what I want to plug, oh, six of those eight are on MaximumFun.org, so what I want to the plug. The other two are Doug Loves Movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and WTF. Uh, yeah. Doug with <laughs> Um, I also want to plug, uh, the Max Fun Drive. It's going on now. Um, I've got a bunch of shows on there and it is through donations. I've been with Max Fun for going on six years now. So it's through donations and support from listeners like you that we are able to build the network. It's why we have shows like We Got This on the network. We are able to grow and add new shows that I do and add new shows that other people do and continue to grow thanks to listeners like you. So if you'd like to become a donor, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. Thank you, Travis. And thank you, Ben. And there are many more topics to cover. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There's an argument happening right now. Or why don't you already go to facebook.com forward slash we got this podcast or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thank you to Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and our award winning theme song, respectively. And thank you to you, the listeners out there. I just want to say we appreciate. You're helping us grow the audience for the show by rating us, by sharing, by participating in things like Max Fun Drive. It means the world to us. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone. We, we got, got this. I'm Batman. I also got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.